Hey Alexa, what's going on with today's episode, Come Out, Come Out, Wherever You Are? Spencer decides that she is ready to come out to her parents. Glenn's addiction spirals out of control. And Paula loses her whole damn mind. So uh, let's go. finally finally made it yes we finally made it guys we are here we are right here come out come out wherever you are it is a gloomy day for this podcast yes 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 um yes i am your host uh, nettie smith and i'm here with my sister i'm nisi you guys know what it is yeah guys we're just a little bummed about what we just watched and uh yeah. God, why does everything got to be so hard for these girls? And why it got to be like that? Yeah, anyway, so we're here, and uh, I am actually a little tired. Um, it is approximately 93 degrees and humid here in New York City. And it makes you not want to do nothing. It doesn't make you want to go outside. I actually have to do this podcast without the air conditioning on, oh. because you'll be able to hear it through the mic. So I have to turn it off during this uh, recording session. Are you that dedicated? Um, yeah, our listeners deserve the best. <laughs> I don't want oh them to hear gosh. the air conditioning while we talk. I want them to hear our beautiful golden pipes. <laughs> <laughs> Nettie is that dedicated, y'all. <laughs> yes, I am. Welcome to Get Wasted on South of Nowhere. We are here for another week to tell you about Season 2, Episode sevens. Come Out, Come Out, Wherever You Are. And yep. webisode alone together. Yep. And um, Nisi, how was your week? Um, it was good. I went to work. I watched some basketball. I just watched the Ben Simmons documentary yesterday. It oh, was good. You need to text me about that. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> and now I'm here doing the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Nisi loves Ben Simmons. He plays for the which team, isn't it? Shut up. You know what team he plays for. He plays for... I mean, for did he get traded? Everybody got no. traded to a different team. Did he he's silly. He's going to be there for five more years. He signed again with the Philadelphia 76ers. Duh. Yeah, isn't he dating Kendall Jenner? He is not. They are currently broken up for good this time, they told me. Currently. Yep. Yep. Isn't he with Tanache? Nope. He dumped her last year. Oh, they he's told clocking me. it. <laughs> Nisi's clocking it. Yeah, because I'm serious. Um, well, you know, here in New York, this past week we had a blackout where the power went out in the whole city. Well, not really. The power only went out in Midtown. I live further up north, so I didn't notice nothing. I just got a lot of messages. People asking me, was I okay? Mm-hmm. Was I alive? And I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Go online. And even if even if I wasn't alive, like, well... Would a blackout make me die? I don't know. <laughs> Those are different kinds of blackouts that make you die. The kind of blackouts I'm oh, thinking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> but there was a video, probably the most interesting thing that happened, because I, like I said, I ain't getting none of that. My power was fine. I was watching my SVU curled oh up. Oh, my gosh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Olivia Benson, shout out, shout out. Um, there was a um, Madison Square Garden had a concert with J-Lo. And I think she was in like the first or second song and all the power went out and someone filmed it. Mm. It was just like the intensity of the dancing and then just going like black <laughs> and everyone just going, oh, what happened? What happened? And then having to evacuate and everything. Oh, it was quite uh, I, it, she had to reschedule. They couldn't just like wait. It didn't fix itself until like <laughs> hours and hours later. So she had to literally just be like, well, I'll just reschedule it and you'll get your money back Can you imagine being so excited to see j-lo on stage and you know you're like yeah oh you're drunk you know you got your drink you got your shots in and you're just excited to see j-lo and all the power come goes out and you've been waiting your whole life <laughs> you've been waiting your whole life i get and waiting your whole reason, life but i also feel like if i was j-lo and i was in the middle of hardcore dancing like that and all of a sudden the power goes out and i'm sitting there waiting for hours i would be like dang this sucks i'm out here like working it and she made a video um backstage after it happened and was like hey guys i'm sorry everything just went off and i guess i'll have to reschedule everyone's evacuating us right now so we can't continue the concert and all this stuff and um yeah man it happened it happened and i feel bad for the people that can't make it to the rescheduled date who happened to just be in new york city for you know all the way here from australia while i'm here in new york i'm gonna go to this j-lo concert because i've never seen her and i love her mm-hmm. you know that's just at least life. i got to see some of her yeah but they ain't pay for some of her <laughs> <laughs> paid for the whole damn show <laughs> and um emmy noms came out and drunk history of which asha davis is on got three nominations Ooh, that girl is living her best life right now <laughs> got the podcast she got the emmy noms what else oh yeah unwritten rules is on tv girl Ooh. you better work <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry I didn't introduce alumni news, but breaking alumni news. And we got an awesome message from Boz. Well, Quentin Price, who plays Boz on South of Nowhere. He listened to our first episode, he says. And he says if we need anything, just to hit him up. And he's happy that we are taking interest in something that he was a part of. So... No problem at all, Mr. Price. No yes, problem whatsoever. Boss. Thank you for reaching out. I, I encourage the rest of the cast to reach out as well. Don't be scared. Yeah, we're nice people. Yeah, we're just cool. We're not like crazed fans or anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're just like normal people. Yeah. So don't be scared. Don't be scared. Um, anything else, Nisi? Before we get into this depressing episode? Hmm nothing nope nothing let's get on into it well let's cry our eyes out (laughs) all right so we begin with uh aiden and kyla are practicing lines from romeo and juliet in her room Mm -hmm. and kyla's mad intense (laughs) she is acting like she is claire danes and (laughs) baz lorman is going to be on set with her with leonardo dicaprio playing romeo she is intense 
which is good. I mean, you want to be serious about your craft. Yeah, Definitely. for sure. You're an actor. You got to be serious. Yeah, you can't. You got to take it serious, or we won't believe it in the audience. So while they're practicing, uh, Aiden's not even trying to be Romeo. He's just practicing for her. Yeah, but he gets pretty aggy and decides he wants to stop and eat. And Kyle's like, no, bitch, we got to finish this scene. <laughs> You're such a cute Romeo. And he said, Romeo's whipped. And then Kyla goes in all these reasons as to why Romeo's not whipped. Yeah, she goes in. She, yeah, she talks about how Romeo ignores his family and his friends for true love because yeah. he knew that when he first met Juliet that they were meant to be together. And honestly, this parallels um, Spencer and Ashley, which I noticed on the rewatch. Yeah, that they are doing the same, the very same thing. True that. But um, I think that's really cool. I never noticed that until now. Um, if you don't know already, we are partial to the uh, Baz Luhrmann version of Romeo and Juliet. Yes. It is one of my faves. Not the old dusty one from 1929. 1950 or something like that. <laughs> when I was in like, um, when I was in high school, our teacher made us watch that old one in the 50s. Same. We watched it too. She's old, too, so she thought, oh, this is from my day, I guess. And she made us watch it, and we all kind of, like, fell asleep or whatever. Mm. And then someone brought in that the other <laughs> That <one>. good, good. <laughs> they brought in that good stuff. <laughs> someone brought in the good, good on VHS. <laughs> and we was all popping, yo. We was all popping. And then I asked the girl who brought it in. I was like, yo, can I borrow it for the weekend? She was like, yeah. So my weekend was lit, too, bruh. Was that your first time seeing the new one in high school? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But anyway, while Kyla is talking to Aiden, her phone dings and she gets a message from someone who says, I miss you. Mm-hmm. She doesn't say who it's from. It well, it doesn't say who it's from, but it is a five oh four area code, which is New Orleans. <laughs> you did not Google that. No, I know five oh four area code because I know the five oh four boys. That was um. a big group when i was younger and they're from new orleans and um yeah he's supposed to be from baltimore the person the kid so ada wonders who the message was from and she says it's from her mom saying good night and um i guess kyle's going to be more to grab some clothes and to see her mom it's gonna be fine it's gonna be great and you gotta remember she's an actress so (laughs) she's good at deception oh my gosh Uh, but it's really funny that Aiden even has to inquire about who it is on the phone. Like, Kyla, what you've been putting this dude through? <laughs> <laughs> Have you been loyal? I'm pretty sure she's been loyal up until this point. Yeah. So they decide to stop and go get some food. Before they do, what do they do, Nisi? They go to Ashley's room, and Ashley is on top of Spencer, and they're like, you know, being flirty, flirty. And Kyla walks in, and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And then um, <laughs> Ashley's like... Man, didn't they teach you how to knock in Baltimore? JK, probably not since you didn't have a door on your trailer. And then and Kyla's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, right. Like that, I'll give that an eight, but you've done better. <laughs> yeah. And Ashley's like, I'll work on it. Yeah. And so this, uh, this is kind of like a foreshadowing of when they get barged in on at the end. So they, oh, kind of, true. they kind of cap it at the beginning and cap it at the end. These little eggs. Yeah. See, I love, we all know by now. The writers of this show are effing brill. <laughs> they are geniuses. Do you understand? Listeners, do you understand <laughs> how above, how the upper echelons of intelligence these people are? Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, you were geeking so, so hard. This well, it's, it's my favorite show. <laughs> um, so this, um, we all know that they were not really allowed to um, show them actually doing stuff like yeah. that much, especially. So what I think this is supposed to simulate is them making out, even though, because it just seems like they're about to make out at the time, but they never do because they walk in on them. But it looks like if this was a show that they could actually show it, they would have been actually make in the middle of making out, like in the throes of passion. <laughs> but they just show um, Ashley like putting Spencer's hair behind her ear and like rubbing her hair. Um, Ashley's literally on top of Spencer. Yeah. Because <laughs> when they come in, she, she gets off. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Straddling her. Yep. So, of course, they're pissed. They are pissed. <laughs> Kyla apologizes immediately, but it's not good enough. Ashley says she doesn't want to go out to eat with them. Um, obviously, she has a better offer. <laughs> and um, as they're walking out, Aiden stays. Like, he kind of lingers. Oh, yeah. To, like, watch them make out. Like, they're just going to start right in front of him. Like, oh, my gosh. Aiden. They're not a show, Aiden. They're not like this. They're not little toys you press play on. <laughs> they're people. These are human beings. Anyway, Kyla pulls him away ferociously. He's such a <laughs> horn dog. So while Spencer and Ashley are sitting in the room, Spencer's mom calls her on the phone. And Spencer uh, says she'll be home by 11, and she's out to eat with Aiden Ashley, Kyla, and herself. She's out Mm -hmm. to eat with herself. Yeah. And while the phone call is happening, Ashley is running her fingers down Spencer's leg toward her crotch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's like rubbing her legs and being really flirty. Inappropriately flirty while she's on the phone. Yeah, she's doing it while she's on the phone with her mom to mess with Spencer's head. It's it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. She does it twice. And then um, Spencer hangs up the phone. And um, Ashley's like, you lied. I like it. And Spencer's like, nah. Nah, I don't like it. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. She's feeling the pressure of having to lie all the time. And she feels the sadness of having to lie about her relationship with Ashley. And Ashley's like, well, then tell him. And she's like, it's never going to be a good time to tell him. But you need to expect hell because once you tell them, they might ship you off to some boot camp for de-gaying you. She didn't say de-gaying. She didn't say de-gaying, but... No, she said, uh, I have it. She said, like, uh, gay detox or something. Yes, yes, that's what she actually said, but me and my sister... Gay detox camp. Gay detox camp. Spencer says an amazing line here. (laughs) She goes... God, why does everyone care so much who I'm in love with? Or who I'm in love with? And then she drops the mic and leaves the room. Drops the mic and leaves <laughs> the room. Uh. That was that a good one. To our credits. Yeah. <laughs> what do we got? What do we got next in the next scene? Glenn looks like he's on drugs while looking for his drugs. Yes, he's checking every pocket, every <laughs> dirty clothes pocket. That's nasty. <laughs> yeah, and he looks so like drugged out, bro. His eyes. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, he looks. Makeup like- department did their thing. Oh, yeah. He looks like a zombie, for reals, though. He looks mad desperate and out of control. 
And he calls his dealer. He says he's going to meet up with him to get drugs, yeah. of course. He has a friend who has a dealer. He's like, I want to meet your guy. He's like, all right, I'll set it up. And then he's like, thanks. What? Hangs up the phone. And Is this looks how at drug deals happen? <laughs> I don't know, but I don't think he did it right. Because uh, if you, you got to add more people to it, then that ain't the way it is. Like, if you got to ask a friend to get you a guy, <laughs> that's how you, the more people you add to it, the more risky it is. You got to yeah. go straight to the source, like witness somebody else buying it and then ask that guy. But what? when you add too many people, I watch a lot of, I watch a lot of crime shows. So I don't know. Would the person approach a guy that's like doing a drug deal? Like after he's done and then someone walks up to him and he's like, Hey, can you introduce me to that guy? I feel like that'd be so sketchy. No, 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 no. Um, like, for instance, it happens with weed, like, here in New York. Like, if you see someone with some, you go, hey, where can I get it? Or can you, can you, do you have something that you could sell me? I don't smoke. I have friends that do, okay? <laughs> what? Let me stop. <laughs> You're giving. Let me stop, because I don't want to, I don't want a how-to podcast on how to do all that. But I do watch i do watch shows (laughs) but glenn's in a bad way he is completely he got dark circles under his eyes he got a five o'clock shadow brewing yeah he is looking terrible and plus um oh my god what's their names oh my god anyway i listen to this podcast um how stuff works aka stuff you should know it's a great podcast hosted by josh clark and chuck bryant got it Mm -hmm. and they did an episode about how poop works Oh, and so apparently if you have an addiction to painkillers, it could cause you to have massive constipation. So Glenn's going through a lot right now. OK, the, he can't even poop. The, does do the painkillers like inhibit like your poop? Sensors? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they not say that I on think, the podcast. Well, what they said on the podcast is that it's kind of like, you know, how? well, I guess you wouldn't know. But you know how like painkillers make you just want to chill and like not do nothing it yeah. makes your your bowels not want to do nothing either wow yeah. mm-hmm. so glenn's going through a lot so Science. we're gonna pray for him <laughs> we're gonna pray for him and next we see parther in the kitchen and parther. they're having a moment because arthur's going off on a trip to san diego and he is being the best husband mm-hmm. Ugh. he's putting away meals for the family Aww. So Paula doesn't have to worry about cooking while he's gone. Paula doesn't man, deserve is, Arthur, man. He is like, a keeper times three. Yeah. Man. So they talk to Clay as he's about to go to school, and Clay seems very sad. They wonder if everything's okay with him and Chelsea. And neither of them know, because y'all are parents. No one tells you anything, and mm-hmm. I totally get why. But anything could be wrong with Clay. It doesn't have to be Chelsea. Maybe he's sick. Maybe he has a cold. Why do you got to ask about Chelsea? Oh, my gosh. I love the way Arthur and Paula pass Spencer a Go Girl energy drink for breakfast. What? <sighs> yeah, breakfast of champions. So what do you got? Clay and Chelsea are walking and talking about her still being preggers. And he wants to help her out, but she's freaking out too hard. She's like, I don't know what to do. Like, I've never had this happen before. I'm going through a lot. This is too much. And... Yeah, I just don't know what I want to do. And Clay is just trying to be supportive, and she doesn't know how to how to calm down. Yeah, she says she wants to deal with this alone because I guess you know she's the one with the morning sickness and the cravings. So she's the one that's dealing with all this BS. And mm-hmm. I love how Asha plays this scene 
the line she says when she's like, Right now it seems like every decision is wrong and I'm just so mad because we are both so stupid. And the way she says it sounds so real. Yeah. Ooh, it sent chills down my spine. It was just so real. So she's going through a lot right now. She has a baby in her uterus and doesn't know <laughs> what she wants to do about it. <laughs> so next we see Spencer and Ashley and they're in class. Spencer says she uh, should tell her dad first and he can break it to mom or help yeah, break it to mom. that's a great plan. I don't think anything could... I mean, she can try, but... I, I feel mean, like that would have been legit. Like, when she did it later on, like, when she started to tell Arthur, I was like, she could definitely tell Arthur. Like, just Arthur. Oh, yeah, she can tell Arthur. She could definitely, but, like, I don't think there's any good way to break it to Hurricane Paula. Yeah, no. There's no way. I think any way that you tell her is going to be a tough... She's going to react in a tough way. No matter if you take her out to lunch, tell her over brunch. I feel like she would have been easier on Spencer if she had heard it from Arthur first. Like, I think if Arthur had told oh, yeah. Paula, then she probably would have been, like, upset, but not as angry as she was, like, towards the end. But I think she would have been, like, easier on Spencer if she heard it from Arthur Oh, yeah, first. I mean, anything would have been better than what we got. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like Paula would still be upset that Spencer told Arthur first and not her. <laughs> so that there would have been some anger there um but yeah Paula should know how she is though she should not be upset about that she know how she's been hating on ashley since the hippity hop but yeah spencer's like well, who knows they both they both might hate me you know uh-huh. after i tell them I'm like, oh no they won't especially not ashley Arthur. says yeah look at my mom <laughs> and then ashley's like okay here practice on me <laughs> It's so funny, you guys. It's so You guys know. You've seen the episode. You just watched it. You know. It's hilarious. (laughs) So they do a practice of Spencer telling her mom that she's gay with Ashley playing Paula. Mm -hmm. It's so funny and cute. (laughs) And uh, for your listening pleasure, here it is. Your practice on me, okay? I'm Paula. And you see, it's a Sunday dinner. You see your opening and... There's something I want to talk to you about. Ashley and I are in love. You guys are both going to burn in hell. Would you best potatoes, please? It <laughs> <laughs> was hilarious. <laughs> both going to burn in hell. Would you best potatoes, please? <laughs> oh, my oh my god! I wonder if that was ad-libbed or if they, like, if that was in the script. Honestly, since they ad-libbed so much, she probably did ad-lib it. Yeah, she probably did. I can definitely see that happening. Yeah. I so did next write see- Madison and Kyla, though, question mark, because why are they yeah. hanging out all friendly, friendly I'm, like that? I I don't know, and I don't understand who's looking out for Kyla to let her know <laughs> that this is not right, because nobody's looking out for this girl. <laughs> no one has told her this ain't right. No one. I mean, she lives with one of Madison's enemies. Mm-hmm. She's dating another one of her enemies. No one's told her. I don't know, man. I don't so know. So Kyla and Madison are blowing off <laughs> class yes. to go shopping. Sixth period, I believe. And Kyla is just too comfortable with Madison. Yeah. She's telling Madison all her secrets. And 
You don't see nothing wrong with this? You don't know she's about to use them bitches? Because <laughs> she wants to wreck that shit. Yeah. Madison wants to wreck what you <clears throat> and Aiden have. And you're just giving her all the ammo. <sighs> I would like to say that I really liked Madison's outfit. It was like she was wearing like a white sweater thing with argyle and stuff on it. And like this really cute white tennis looking skirt with pleats on it. It yeah, was it really look cute. Like she had a, had a tennis lesson later. I still don't like her, though. Something I would wear in, wear in real life, too. Yeah, terrible person, but cute style. Great outfit. <laughs> <laughs> um, while they're walking down the street with their bags in hand, Kyla gets a phone call. She steps away from Madison to take the phone call, but Mal- Madison, with her satellite ears, mm-hmm. can still hear what Kyla's saying. And she's saying stuff about her flight and what time and I'll see you later and bye she says that too so madison's like girl who was that and we find out that it was someone named rick madison mind your business bro yes first off mind your business second off kyla why are you telling her say it was somebody else you lied to aiden the other day you just lied to aiden and said it was your mom why not just tell madison it's your mom yeah if you could lie to Aiden, who's your boyfriend, why are you not lying to this girl who isn't even your real quality friend? Preach. <laughs> so Kyla used to date this guy, Rick, back home, and they did it before and all that stuff. And apparently he still thinks they're kind of together based on some of these messages he was sending her yeah. and all his friends were sending her. I'm going to we're going to talk about that when um, mm-hmm. we get there. But. Kyla is unloading all her business over to Madison. And Madison's like, well, you can't tell Aiden. That'll yeah. ruin everything. And Rick's going, or Rick's birthday is this weekend that Kyla's going. So it's like, she's going for this dude. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I'm just going for his birthday to tell him that we're just going to be friends. Like, Okay, call him. Yeah, I'm like, I understand you want to go for his birthday, but don't be saying you're going to go for his birthday to tell him that you're going to yeah. be just friends. You can literally send him a text message. Mm-hmm. You could definitely do that. But mm-hmm. I don't know what Kyla's going through right now. She's making poor decisions. She sounds stupid. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a hot girl summer. It's not a city girl <laughs> summer or whatever. Nah. So she kind of still has ties to this guy. And Madison's like, don't tell Aiden because he will not be he would not take the news well that there's some other guy floating around. Kyla being super gullible because that's what she is, thinks that Madison's a real friend and decides to agree with what she says and not tell Aiden. Yo, honestly, Madison could be a great friend if she was actually real about it. I don't know why she has to be nasty and fake. She could be a real nice friend. It's just that. She only knows, she has a control thing. She wants to control everything. And when she wants something, she wants to take it. Yeah, you're right. So she wants Aiden back and she wants him to stop dating Kyla. So she's doing everything in her power to manipulate the situation. So they break up. That's all. That is literally a sociopath and a psychopath. That is, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Sean invites Clay to the Santa Barbara Film Festival. But Clay doesn't want to go because he has a lot on his mind about Chelsea. Mm -hmm. That's when Glenn comes up and tells Clay that mom called and said she is going to San Diego with dad. Because she got off work. Mm -hmm. So Clay's like, that's great that they're going together. Because in his mind, he's just happy to know that his parents are doing fine in their marriage. Yeah, that's nice. But, But Glenn's like, yeah, it's great. 
We get the house to ourselves without yeah. the rents. And then there's Glenn. Two different mindsets, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, he wants to plan a party at their place. Clay's like, no. No, we're not going to have a party. I'm actually going to invite Chelsea over for the weekend, so no party. Mm-hmm. But he continues to invite people, invite Sean. And next we see Kyla and Madison pull up to school from their trip to the mall. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Y'all are returning to the scene of the crime? If you, skip, if you skip any part of your day, you don't come back to school. Didn't you just skip? <laughs> you never come yeah. back to the scene of the crime. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe they wanted to go to their last class. Because I remember a time where we skipped and went to Walmart and we came back for the last class. Because you don't want to get an absence for two classes in a row, I guess. Like, just yeah, that they're one class. Be like, Why were you in this class and you weren't in that one? Or something or i saw you earlier <laughs> y'all gotta learn how to be more sneaky but kyla's kind of coming back because she has that audition for romeo and juliet mm-hmm. so she has to be back so maybe today wasn't the best day to skip kyla she's stupid um so uh, aiden is waiting on them when they get to the school and kyla and aiden kiss at this point and Madison has that, I'm so jealous, but I don't want to look like it, and I'm planning your eventual downfall face. <laughs> your downfall. <laughs> the whole time she's looking at these two, these two kids. Kyle's spitting some hard Shakespeare to Aiden, and Aiden's like, mm-hmm. this is corny. Yeah. If you, he says, you don't stop, I'm not going to take you to the airport. But he's kidding, though. <laughs> so uh, Madison's doing her little shit-eating grin the whole time. <laughs> While they're doing this and having this exchange. And Kyla goes off to her audition. Afterward, Glenn comes up and talks to Aiden and Madison about the party. And Aiden says he's down to go. And Madison's like, I'll go too to keep an eye on you for Kyla. Oh my gosh. AKA to wreck shit. Yep. She may as well be like rubbing her hands together. Like (laughs) like Birdman (laughs) or Rick Ross. (laughs) or like an evil like villain from a tv show or movie like she's about to like bring down the power rangers or something (laughs) the power rangers (laughs) so what do you have next ashley is dropping spencer off and she says she's gonna tell spencer's gonna tell um her parents um so she gets out of the car she goes inside arthur is is this when arthur was packing the snacks he was packing some yes but here here's one thing um this shot of spencer getting out of the car to walk up to her door this long shot and ashley watching her as she leaves is exquisite like (laughs) it really is i i just love that it's silent and it just shows she says her line gabby says her line whatever they hug and then she gets out of the car and ashley watches her the whole way just kind of knowing that things are going to be different like this is the last time i'm going to see you this way like being Mm -hmm. closeted to your family or to your parents so she kind of like does this or ashley does this like smile this like smile the whole time like she's like thinking and everything and she watches her all the way there as she closes the door to go into her house i think that's really good there's another um parallel shot um later on in the episode we'll talk about that when we get there but she is in the house 
talking to Arthur and he's packing up the food and Spencer's like, dad, uh, can I talk to you about something? And he's like, yeah, sure. What's going on, Spence? You know, because mm-hmm. he's a great dad. And he's just so chipper and yeah. whatever. He's willing to help out his daughter or whatever. So she says, um, he's like, what's wrong? He's like, oh, what's about me and Ashley? And, and then, then Paula freaking pops Paula. the F up. And she's like, what about you and Ashley? She just ruins the whole mood. Like, <sighs> well, I guess I'm not telling you no more. Sorry, Dad. Right? Uh, it's nothing now. And yeah. she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I didn't know you'd be here. And she's like, yeah, uh, Glenn didn't tell you. I'm going uh, to the trip with your dad. I got off work. And so um, she decides to postpone until Arthur gets back from the trip. As they're leaving, he's Honestly, like, pause, pause. <clears throat> Sorry, I just thought of something. If, yeah. I think if Spencer had ended up telling um, Arthur and Paula that she was like in love with Ashley... Paula would not have gone on that trip. She probably would oh, have stayed have home. I think Arthur would have gone. Paula would not have gone. She would be like, no, I need to keep an eye on you so Ashley doesn't come over mm-hmm. and you guys don't like... Mm-hmm, yeah, that's what yeah, I just thought Arthur, of. Arthur already had to go for work or something as far as I remember. Yeah. But Paula was just there to be with him. And so she definitely <clears> would have been like... <laughs> freaking oh, Paula. No. She would have put all her bags down. She would have threw the food out. She would have freaking... <laughs> <laughs> she would have lost her damn mind yeah. as if she hadn't enough yeah uh so arthur's like you know don't worry you're we'll be gone for the weekend you guys will have a great time and i'm like this is some white shit here <laughs> what because black people don't leave their kids no matter how old on a weekend for the weekend i don't think so that's crazy that they're leaving their kids for the weekend and just like hey guys uh Hey, guys, just enjoy. Uh, we're going to be gone for the weekend. Be safe. Uh, we're going off on our own now uh, <laughs> to leave you guys home to your own devices in our home of which is huge. It out. <laughs> yeah. Bye. You know our numbers. You got our cell. It's like, uh, okay. <clears throat> now you're on your I don't own. I think that ever happened to you and I. I don't think so. We, like, until we were like Not for a weekend, Post high no. school. Yeah, wasn't there no. remember that time we saw the final we watched the finals and we ordered pizza and yeah that was your so friend nice came over? yeah we watched one tree hill and we drank wine yeah yeah, yeah. so and you were like happened. oh man the pizza man lives next door because he got oh here my so <laughs> yo listeners let me tell you what um so we we're from tampa florida and i'm not gonna tell you exactly where we live but wherever we order our domino's pizza from Dude gets there in 10 minutes. <laughs> I, I, I wish I was lying. I wish I was lying. I clocked it. You know what? 12. 12 minutes. From the, from the time I order it to the time he knocks on my door. 12 minutes. <laughs> He's not across the street. You're probably thinking, oh, you live across the street from Domino's. No, we don't. We live the across the street from, yep, neighbors. Neighbors, houses, houses all around. I don't know. I don't know. He must have made it in the car. He had to make it in the car. I still to this day don't understand how they got. There's not a Domino's in sight, y'all. Anyway, so yeah, it happened to us. They ha- they did leave us, but not like while we were under 18s. Like we were like yeah, over we were 18s. Yeah. So Arthur tells Spencer everything's going to be all right kisses her on the forehead and they're off for the weekend to go to san diego 
What do you have next? So the kids are having a formal dinner. It's a very nice yes, dinner. It's nice. Yeah. And they have their napkins tucked into their shirts. Yeah. They all look nice. They're eating food. Glenn is Tacos. there. Tacos. Taco Friday. <laughs> Glenn is there and he's like, I'm going to step out for a little bit. I think he mentions the party, right? He doesn't mention the party. He just says that, um, I think he mentions probably joining them for dinner, but Spencer says, uh, it's a table for four or something like that. And Glenn says, like, I really want to join you guys on your couples thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be out for a couple hours. Uh, don't be naked where I can see you when I come back. Which is hint, 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 yeah. hint. See, these writers, these writers, they keep planting that seed, you know? <laughs> they keep, mm, they are good. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so he said it'll be gone for a couple hours. Um, next, we see Glenn buying pills off of a rando at a bando. And this dude is in the real streets right now in public <laughs> buying drugs yeah. i don't think people, it looks well people lit too buy drugs in public at night in the streets like this well that didn't look public it just looked like it was too it was well outside lit. well yeah people buy it outside well i've seen people do uh weed deals outside omg yeah but the thing is is he's telling this dealer his whole life story. Yeah, the dealer doesn't care. Well, he just he's he just there care. to sell you the stuff. Like he doesn't care about your life story. He just <laughs> wants the money and for you to take the drugs. I'm I'm recovering from a knee injury, so it's it's for the pain. Everybody buys for their pain. No, but really, it's just you know, out of refills, and I can't get the doctors to hit me again. Doctors are just dealers for the pharmaceutical companies with a higher markup. He don't like, care. Yeah, so um, yeah, I was just taking it for like uh, a knee, a knee uh, injury, and then the doctor uh, <laughs> he won't give me any more refills, and now I'm out. And he, the guy doesn't care. He just he wants does to not get care. out of there, Glenn. Get out of there. Just give him the money. And um, Glenn's like, and the dude's like, well, if you like this, hit me up later for some oxy. He's like, nah, bro, this is my last time. He's like, sure. <laughs> I, listen if i were glenn this is not a real drug deal let's do this like i'm not trying to talk to you we ain't friends i don't you don't need to know my life story just give me the drugs yeah. and we're out but we don't he, need to be friends glenn trying to make a he's trying to make a friend <laughs> no um, so the cops come on up and they roll up beep beep five oh up in this bitch mm-hmm. and they collect uh glenn and the dealer and they're both arrested Except we never see the dealer ever again. But we do see him <laughs> with his hands up. Yeah. Uh, next, we see the couples finishing up dinner. Chelsea's like, oh, dishes. And they get up and everything. And she's trying to do the dishes. And Clay's trying to help her. But she's like, no, I got it. And he acts like now she's pregnant. She's like a five-year-old now. Uh. Like She's not that far along. You don't got to like fuss over her like this. Clay. <laughs> Clay is just trying to care. I mean, you can care, but you don't got to be ripping stuff out of her hands when she picks stuff up. Like, like let her hold it. She's not carrying it a bomb or anything. She just has a couple plates. But Chelsea feels really babied. And she doesn't feel like she's a thriving human being because she's being treated like she's a kid. So they're beefing about it. And um, she mentions, like, possibly going through abortion. 
Yeah, and he was like, um, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, she's like, I can't wait too long or whatever. Or you act like we're ha she's like, You act like I'm having this baby. Yeah. And he said, You mean we're having this baby or something like that? And it's like, dang, that's a tough one, bruh. So as they're arguing, there's a knock at the door. And Aiden and Madison are at the door. Clay answers it. <laughs> and they're they look so excited. <laughs> Aiden says, Are we too early? And Clay's like, for what? And Madison's like, the party. Mm-hmm. Your parents are gone for the weekend, right? And she's like, yeah, Glenn told us. And he's like, I told Glenn no parties. And Aiden's like, all right, we'll leave. And Madison's like, no. <laughs> Madison's going to make a party. She's going to make that party happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they go up in the house. <laughs> and right after they go in, a whole school bus of teenagers pops on in the driveway. Yeah, oh they my must God. have been it's waiting like, in the driveway for them to walk inside they were first. E- <laughs> <laughs> they were either waiting there to make sure that Aiden and Madison went in first <laughs> or they all came together in a van. That's all I'm I can dead. think of. Because that was just weird. <laughs> so they cut to Parther and they're in an art gallery and it's in San Diego, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. And they're having a pretty good time. They look like they're getting along. No fighting. They're being all flirty with each other. That's how mm-hmm. it should be. Yeah. And uh, Arthur says, so what's next for us? And... Paul is like, hotel. We could try out that hot tub. <laughs> and all that people. stuff. They say it they say it twice or whatever, but it's not that interesting because they're pa- Parther. Mm-hmm. But Paula gets a phone call and <clears throat> they joke about it being the kids for payback for all the times they got interrupted during their dates mm-hmm. because the parents called them. And Paula answers the phone and her face drops and she says, You're where? And then it cuts to Glenn up in the clink. Yeah, so these parents have been gone for literally a couple of hours, and dude is already getting locked up. <laughs> like, he already out in them streets, getting locked up. And it's been like two mm. hours. I don't know how long it's been. It's probably been longer than it's two been hours. It's been a few hours. It takes two hours to get to San Diego, so it's probably but been still, four hours. It's been a few hours, and he already getting locked up. Mm-hmm. That's Glenn for you. That's Glenn. <laughs> So when they when he gets off the phone, he uh he gets taken to his cell and yeah. all the other inmates are looking at him like, Ooh, fresh meat, fresh yeah. meat. Ooh, he got them blonde hair and blue eyes. Ooh. Yeah, he's a pretty boy. He's definitely getting it. Oh yeah. The inmates are staring him down, and then when Glenn gets into his actual cell, his cellmate looks mad scary. Is looking <laughs> him straight in the back of the head. I would be shitting myself if I was Glenn. That yeah. dude was huge. <laughs> dude salivating. <laughs> Glenn is finally humbled. I'm scared for Glenn. Yeah. Tell me about this party. This party is in full flex. Spencer. <laughs> yeah, that party was live. Um, it was. Spencer's trying to get people to calm down and leave and. Um, Ashley and Aiden are having a good time as participants of the party. Oh They're my God. Let me just talk about this. Let me just talk about this Ashley and Aiden scene right here. Cause it's going up on the Instagram. I'm just letting you guys know it's probably going to go up on the Twitter as well. So this party has everything mm-hmm. just like in my, uh, Stefan voice from SNL. If you guys know, 
Bill Hader, shout out, shout out. Um, oh, what did he say? This party, uh, this party has everything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so people are drawing funny faces on the pictures. Yeah. Of their family Rude. photos, which is like, and it looks like dark, deep marker that you cannot get out. Yeah, and um, my solution to that, I realized they could just buy a new frame because it's not on the actual picture. So yeah. joke's on them. Yeah, I just thought about that. They could just buy another frame. Um, there's a lot of breaking sounds, a lot of breaking sounds, a lot of people jumping on furniture, people making out everywhere. The music sucks. Um, (laughs) all kinds of stuff. Spencer's trying to stop people have home training. Yes. Nobody does. Spencer's trying to stop all that shit. Aiden and Ashley are being so cute. So Mm -hmm. they're, they have cups on their hands. They have cups on their solo cups on their hands (laughs) and they're doing like this, like fight robot thing like they're um like they're either dinosaurs or they're like those toys that you have when you're younger where you make them fight and they're just like fighting um (laughs) it's so cute and um ashley kind of almost falls and him or aiden and ashley just giggle to each other as spencer walks up and she goes hey and (laughs) ashley's like what and spencer's like not helping yeah, so then right. They kind of look. They kind of look dazed. Like, okay, I guess we'll try to help something. Mm-hmm. And then Spencer comes up with like the most clever thing. She yells, "The cops are on their way! Someone call the cops!" Yeah, that's Get right, out. Spencer. Someone's... And Ashley's like, "Oh my god, who called the cops?" <laughs> and Spencer's like, "Nobody. I'm just get all these people out." And then Aiden jumps on a table and he holds court. And tells everybody to get out. Party's over. Mm-hmm. Get out. <laughs> so that's that's actually quite clever. I've never thought about that. But whenever that happens, well, it doesn't matter now because we're all of age. But <laughs> if you ever need to get any underage people out of your house that are partying this way, just say someone called the cops and they're on their way. Yeah. Um, I would also like to say I wrote this later on because I guess I was not paying attention, but... Crop top alert! Crop top alert! So, it's that red button-up thing, like, sleeveless, and it has, like, the low cut, and I think it has buttons on it, and she's wearing it with a camo skirt, which I was really feeling, mm-hmm. that camo skirt. And you can actually see her, uh, her tattoo when she turns around, so you yep. know very well it is a crop top alert. Yep, yep. That's right, guys. So, once Aiden helps clear everybody out of the house... He then goes upstairs to try to collect Madison, take her home, because he's such a sweet guy. I would have just dipped. Oh, my dipped. gosh. Freaking we don't want to leave Madison in the house with the Carlins, because she's just a time bomb waiting to go off. Yeah, literally up there trapping, like, trying to trap people. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, when you're at someone's house, you don't just go up in a random bedroom and start using the computer. Yeah, that's so rude. Who the fuck? She has no home training either. Yeah, like... I used to go to parties in college where people would do this. And I'm like, who, who said you could do this? What? Who, who, did you ask the person who lives here if that's cool? Do you cool? even know whose room that is and whose stuff you, you're using? What? They just, like, if you're, like, best, super best friends with that person, quite possibly. Yeah. Like, if Ashley did it, fine. Or if Aiden did it. But, Madison, don't nobody like you. Yeah. You don't So why are you in people. someone's house? I think it's Spencer's room she's in, too. And she's just using the computer. Rude. Like, you gotta ask. Uh, Madison or Aiden's up there and he sees her he's like what are you doing and Madison comes up with this dumb dialogue about well I got bored so I 
checked my email and then I just started browsing. And she sounded so real too. Like, yeah, like she was really doing this. She sounded like she believed in herself that she faked (laughs) believed. You know how sociopaths are. They lie to themselves and convince themselves that this is what they're doing. (laughs) So um, she's like, did you see Kyle's profile? Have you seen it? And Aiden's like, no, I didn't know she had one. Aiden, everybody has one. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe around this time. I I think around this time, not everybody had one. Um, Madison says, yeah, she has one. It's really cute. See? And she puts things, things into motion. And shows her wall with all these messages from Rick. Well, there's messages from other people, but there's like a lot from Rick. So let me read some of these messages. Oh my gosh, you did not pull up these messages. (laughs) You know, I had to. I had to pause. Mm -hmm. So here is uh, Rick, the Ricker. That's his, uh, his screen name. We might be going out with the gang on Saturday night if that's okay with you. Josh is so excited about you coming home, so I told him we would hang out for a little while with him. I don't want to share you too much with everyone on my birthday. (laughs) Oh, Rick. (laughs) And, um, oh yeah, let me tell you about this girl. Too cute. That's her name. (laughs) This girl here, let let me read what she said, okay? I'm excited to see you. Rick can't stop talking about you coming home. We're going to all our old fun places. Are you sure that you can't move back here? Who cares about this connecting with your family you never knew about? We love you more. (laughs) You know what, too cute? You ain't cute. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then this is the last one. This is from Art Dog. I just want to show you that people know that Kyla is Rick's girl. Okay. (laughs) So this is from Art Dog. Hey, I heard a rumor that you were coming home soon. That's so rad. Can't believe you didn't tell me, but Rick said it was for his birthday. So you two might have wanted some time alone. Hey, I will probably see you Saturday night, though. Same place we always go. (laughs) So these all establish that Rick, everybody knows about Rick and Kyla, that they are together and they are the ones. Nobody knows about no Aiden. Nobody even cares about her newfound family, apparently, because too cute (laughs) is on some... (laughs) She wants some other shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if she wants to connect with her family that she never knew, um, especially when she's getting paid, pretty much, (laughs) let her be. Jeez, too cute. (laughs) So, yeah. So, all these messages are from Rick. Uh, Rick's talking about picking her up from from the airport and how much he misses her and everything like that. And Aiden says, like, who's this guy? leaving all these messages and Madison goes into this expository thing about, Oh, Oh, that's Rick. Uh, it was her first love. And that whole born again, virgin thing. That was him. (laughs) She's so nasty. That's who she went to see in Baltimore this weekend. And again, she's saying this, like, like she really means this. I mean, it's true information, but she's saying it like she literally (laughs) just stumbled upon this and that like, she's just conversating with Aiden. Like Like she wasn't trying to plant this. Like she wasn't trying to, she said it as if in her mind, this was real. And like, she was like, Oh yeah. (laughs) He, she went to see him this weekend. That old born again virgin thing. That was him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to wreck anything. I'm just trying to (laughs) just let you know. I'm just having Um, a conversation with you. That's all we're doing. (laughs) So, um, Madison uses all that information that Kyla gave her to break Aiden's heart. And Aiden looks so dejected. 
how disgusting. Oh, so heartbroken. He, I don't know if I don't know if we've ever seen him this sad in the series. He uh-huh. looked this sad. And he's talking about how Kyla talked about the, all this honesty stuff and how he was duped and all that stuff. And uh, I think Madison ends it with, I didn't want to tell you, I just thought you already knew. Something like that. Cold and calculated. Mm-hmm. So uh, Parther finally go and collect Glenn from the precinct. Yeah, he just starts crying and hugs Paula and Arthur. And that's when we cut back at the, um, at the house and the kids are trying to clean up the mess. They got everybody out, thank God, but there's still solo cups and bongs and everything everywhere. Chelsea got upset because someone knocked her down. Well, someone knocked her down. She wasn't really upset about that, but she was more upset about, uh, about Clay rushing over to her like, you know, she was dying. <laughs> I mean, she did just fall down. I mean, I feel like that's acceptable yeah. to want to rush over. Yeah, true. true Even I if guess like, so. she's a regular person. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is a regular person with a baby in her. Let's just... But like, even sure if she didn't being... have a baby in her, if someone yeah. falls down, like, right, that's acceptable right. to rush over. Um, but Chelsea decides not to stay for the weekend as uh, originally planned. So she heads on out, and uh, they're about to clean up the mess. They already start putting everything in trash bags, and Spencer says maybe we should clean it up uh, in the morning since it's really late and the rents won't be home until late the next day. So... They think they have time to clean it up. But they don't know that the rents got home early because Glenn was involved in a police sting. So they don't Mm -hmm. know that. So it cuts at that particular moment. So you think, oh, crap, they're they're not going to clean it up. And then the parents are going to come home and see. But Mm -hmm. um, they show them popping up at the car, you know. And right before they go into the house, Glenn is like, I just want to let you know that they weren't expecting you. So uh, <laughs> don't be surprised by what you see. <clears throat> yeah, Glenn, I wrote, uh oh, they're home. <laughs> yeah, but Glenn, that's so obvious, Glenn. Are you still high? <laughs> so they walk in and see that the whole house is completely cleaned as if nothing happened. Yes, and I also wrote that I wrote that I liked Paula's pink sweater. That she was wearing. She she was wearing it in the last scene when they picked up Glenn, too. I liked it. It was cute. All right. Oh, dang. You're definitely the fashion police because I didn't notice none of that. Oh, yeah. I, there were so many good, like, outfit choices in this episode. I had to take some notes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, Glenn walks in, like I said, and there's nothing. Everything's completely still, cleaned. Yeah, they tricked us. They tricked us. Yeah, they us. tricked the viewer. Very nice uh, writing staff. Why yes. y'all did that? <laughs> I know why y'all did that. <laughs> so Glenn, Glenn is just looking around like, what? What? And yeah, he the shook parents it. are just like, whatever. They're just walking in because, you know, like normal. But he's walking in all slow, looking behind corners like he's paranoid. Mm-hmm. And Arthur offers him a snack. Post-prison snack. Yeah, you know. <laughs> they should have gave him a post-prison burger. I think after, after being in prison, you want a yeah. nice meal. Not no pooty behind snack. Now, this part, when I first saw it, oh, there was no music in the scene, but they, the camera's following uh, Paula as she's walking up the stairs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when I first saw this, I'm like, oh, no, something about to happen. <laughs> they would never just show somebody walking all the way up the stairs for no reason. 
So I knew exactly what was about to happen because the kids don't know that they're back. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they just went to sleep. So she goes up and uh, she opens up Clay's room mm-hmm. to check on him. And then she closes it. And then she goes to Spencer's room. And OMG. she walks in. And Ashley and Spencer are being intimate. Mm-hmm. And they completely jump up and rush to put their clothes on. And Paula is stunned. She is she so looks like she shook can't it. breathe. Yeah. yeah. She couldn't believe it. Yeah. And the first thing she kind of says is she can get the words out is... Spencer, get Ashley to leave. I can hear you, Paula. Tell her to leave. Do you want me to leave? No. Get out of my house. And Ashley says, I can hear you, Paula. Which is such a stark contrast from the previous episode. Because remember when she was like, hi, Mrs. C, when she came into the house and Mm -hmm. she would always say, hi, Mr. C, hi, Mrs. C. But this time you're Paula now. Yeah, and this music in the background is so dramatic. Yes, yes, it's perfect. Um, it could have very well came out corny with this, like, the music and then the narration and yeah. the, the slow-mo, and the echoing of the the dialogue. My house! Get out of my house! Let go of me! Go hence to have more talk of these sad things. Some shall be pardoned and some punished. I remember seeing the video that I showed you today, Nisi, um, mm-hmm. about how they were. There were so many technical things in the shot. They couldn't like show them literally having sex or being really intimate or laying down. Mm-hmm. So they were up. They had their. I guess they were in their bra and panties, and they had to kind of like do this thing with their hands together while they're sitting up in the bed. And uh, that was pretty much all they could could get they couldn't (laughs) it wasn't like if if she'd walked in if paula walked in on like chelsea and clay or madison and glenn you know um, i feel like she definitely would have been okay with (laughs) she would have been a lot more okay she would have dragged out chelsea by her hair yeah no you know um so they (laughs) kind of show them like sitting up on the bed with their hands together um which which worked i think that really did work and um, Paula says, Spencer, tell Ashley to leave. Ashley says to Spencer, do you want me to leave? And Spencer says, no. And at that moment, Paula pulls Ashley's arm, mm-hmm. says, get out of my house. And then that's when the slow-mo shots start, yeah. which is really fucking dope. She um, tries to hug Spencer one last time or I guess she would assume this could be the last time. Yeah. And Paula grabs her hair. And now this is real. So this happened. According to them, this was real. Because they wanted it to look real. These are real hair pulls, which Mm -hmm. I appreciate. I appreciate Mandy possibly losing hair to make sure this got off, you know? Mm -hmm. Because this is a very pivotal scene. This is like the scene. So I appreciate the effort, definitely. I didn't know that this would happen when I first saw it. I thought that they would just go to lunch or something and Spencer would be like, okay, guys, like, hi, uh, let's order drinks first and then I got something to tell you. You know, I, I, I didn't know until, until Paula walked up them damn stairs. <laughs> when yeah. she, I was like, no, don't go up there. Don't, don't go up there. Oh, no, please. Because I <laughs> figured if, like, if the parents aren't home, 
Spencer and Ashley are probably going to have sex. I yeah. figured, I mean, what teenagers wouldn't? <laughs> um, so it wasn't like Paula would walk in and they're just sleeping, you know, and that's it. I knew, especially since the <laughs> camera pretty much showed like, okay, watch what's happening now. It pretty much hung on and stayed on Paula like that. I liked the the scene. It was cool. The music, um, Kyla talking in the background, that was yes, cool. Yes, Kyla's narration. Yeah, it was, yeah, everything was done A1. It was perfect. Yeah, definitely. And I would say that, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but Spencer probably should have locked her door. Yeah. Because even if you have your, your girl over, like you have two brothers in the house, you don't want them to come in. Even if the parents yeah. aren't home, like lock it f- so your brothers can't get in. Yeah, like even if somebody is home, you should lock it. Yeah, definitely. Um, but you know, when you're in the throes of passion, <laughs> you you sometimes forget to do stuff like that. She could have just forgotten. Um, I love the fact that I don't I mean it is although it's sad, I love the fact that they didn't allow Ashley to get dressed before she was being yanked out of the room because it makes it look that much more dramatic. Like yeah. she, she couldn't even put her shirt on. Like Paula was like, get out now. Like she did not care. Mm-hmm. She did not care whatsoever. She was so eager to get Ashley out of the room that she just pulled her out without letting her put all her clothes back on. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyla's narration, which is very Shakespeare esque um, mm-hmm. and how she ends with Juliet and Juliet. Yeah. Very nice touch. Very nice touch. But yeah, it did make me, when I first saw it, it made me really sad. And I got the I can't breathe feeling. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was holding my chest. I was like, oh my God, no. Like that. <laughs> I think I watched it alone, though. I, I didn't watch it with you. I watched it like late at night. Yeah, I had shortness of breath. I had shortness of breath. It was just such an anxious moment. Ugh. And every time I watch it now, I'm like, maybe she won't go into spencer's room this time <laughs> that's i remember like, that's how you said that you watched titanic too like oh man maybe oh, this yeah. time they'll miss the iceberg <laughs> yes or maybe that, this time no that stuff has to happen maybe this time she won't get off of the lifeboat you know <laughs> maybe this time jack won't freeze to death maybe he'll <laughs> overcome the the cold oh my gosh um they definitely deserved an emmy for this i don't know if i mean obviously they probably most likely didn't get nominated but they if any moment in this series deserved an emmy it was this moment i don't know how the emmys work Mm -hmm. but this moment deserved an emmy somebody needed one somebody needed something the lampshade somebody somebody (laughs) needed something because this was just perfect as Ashley's being pulled out of the room and Spencer kind of goes to the doorway to look after and see what's going on, we get our Thomas W. Lynch and we get our final thing, which is a like a voiceover of Spencer saying, Ashley! For never was a story of more regret than this of Juliet and her fair Juliet. Yeah, and then I wrote mic drop. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so what was your favorite quote from this episode? Oh, um, dang, what did they say earlier? When Spencer was like, why do people care who I'm in love with? And then when Ashley said, or who I'm in love with. Yeah, what Ashley said, yeah. That's a great line, but I like that line a lot. Um, Probably my favorite line... 
just because not taking anything away from that line that you just said i think that line's great i just don't want to say the same one (laughs) um when ashley's pretending to be paula and she (laughs) says you're both gonna burn in hell can you pass potatoes please (laughs) i like that one i like that if you could retitle come out come out wherever you are what would you retitle it um i think obviously i would call this juliet and juliet or time bomb because a lot of stuff built up and then at the end things just exploded i mean towards the i mean in the middle things kind of exploded with glenn too with like the drugs yeah he's not finally getting arrested so he was yeah he's not the main character though so who cares (laughs) (laughs) what we only care about spencer yeah i'm just kidding kidding. (laughs) yeah uh, yeah, those are mine. What about you? What would you recall this? Uh, um, I like Juliet and Juliet. Um, probably call it like the night of the sinking. Yeah. Or something Titanic related because it literally feels like Titanic. Um, each scene is built up um, in a way that you kind of hope, no, don't open that door. Like, mm-hmm. oh, no. Uh, don't go through there or all that stuff. So that, um, but I really do like Juliet and Juliet. Yeah. You got that one. So today guys, we have one webisode and it is called alone together. Now I was a dodo and accidentally deleted (laughs) my notes for this webisode while I was prepping for the show today, right before I got on the on the call with you guys. So, mm-hmm. uh, Nisi, do you have notes for this? Oh, uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, I got some first, the notes for the first part. So, Spencer and Ashley are hanging out. Spencer is doing Ashley's nails, talking about how they first met. They're in Spencer's room. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, of course, they're in Spencer's room. And they're talking about how they met, and Spencer was all like, yeah, we were in the bleachers, we were sitting down talking, and you, like, leaned over or something, and when I saw your mm-hmm. tattoo, I was like, this girl is crazy. Yep, and then yep. she was like, I remember my life when I was in Ohio before you, and what my life is like now, and I'm definitely glad that my life is, like, what my life is with you better than what it was before her she says her life is better with ashley in it like before ashley and after ashley and she definitely believes that her life is better with ashley in it which you know that's that's cool that's cool that's nice and um uh ashley kind of gets in her feelings and she's like and spencer's like what's wrong and ashley says something about it's gonna be a constant battle with them like you know in this world that Mm -hmm. summarizing what she said um how things are going to be tough for them it's going to be a constant battle and um spencer says nothing else matters outside this room just us so then they switch the camera so the camera is on spencer and ashley has it while her nails are being done by spencer (laughs) the girl's talented she can hold the camera and keep still while her nails are getting painted Mm -hmm. so then she passes the camera off to spencer and you see ashley and she mouths, I love you, Aww. silently it's to so Spencer cute. in the camera. Oh, my God. It's so cute. And then she does a crinkly nose smile. Aww. Or a crinkly nose laugh. 
And Spencer goes, oh, I think it just got really hot in here. And I'm like, yeah, Spencer, I think it did. <laughs> I agree. And uh, Ashley's like, oh, little sweet and innocent. Um, or whatever happened to the little Miss Sweet and Innocent. And Spencer says, you've corrupted me. Mm-hmm. And Ashley goes, no, I freed you. <laughs> oh, that's and a nice then, one. Um, you know, they're just hanging out. Spencer's blowing on her um, nails. Blow on them. To dry them. <laughs> and gives the camera back to Ashley. And Ashley says she's thinking about getting a, a tattoo on her inner wrist. A script S. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's for Spencer. Yep. And not, and not shout out to the haters. <laughs> and Spencer's like, no way. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, I am. And she puts the camera down on the side of the bed so we can't see anything but the sheets now. Mm-hmm. And Spencer says, I'm thinking about getting a tattoo as well, an A. And she says, right here. <laughs> and we don't see where here is, but I guess we can assume that it's somewhere naughty. <laughs> because Ashley's like, <gasps> Spencer. Yeah. And then it ends. And that's alone together, which also seems kind of weird because I'm like, oh, these are their private moments. Why are we looking in on their private moments? Because we can. I feel really like whenever I see that, I'm just like, oh, I shouldn't be watching this. This is their (laughs) moment. Oh, my gosh. But this is how we are. We are spectators of this particular show, uh, the greatest show ever, South of Nowhere. So this is what we do. This is what we do. And that is our show for today. That was Come Out, Come Out, Wherever You Are. and alone together yeah that was a really good one i i i love that episode um and then of course the one after it for next week um that's the way the world crumbles Mm-hmm. so the webisode for next week that goes along with that's the way the world crumbles is called desperate so The next episode, we get a a continuation of what kind of happened in this episode. Um, Basically, the after effects of how the family is going to deal with what happened in that bedroom in this episode. So, kind of looking forward and kind of not looking forward, but it's going to be an emotional roller coaster and we can do it, guys. We can do it. Yep. Right, Nisi? Yes, we can do this, you guys. That's what's up. And thank you for being here. Thank you for being on the line with us and sticking with us through all this uh, emotionalness. And thank you guys so much for supporting. And uh, once again, my name is Nettie Smith. I'm Nisi. And this was Get Wasted on South of Nowhere. Subscribe, like, do all that stuff. Leave us some fun messages and we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Hear you next time. Especially when things start getting real. Oh my gosh, get ready for like two hour episodes in the future. Dude, season two? What?